Today's show is brought to you by Lightning Pod. If you have a podcast, you know that it's a lot of work. But Lightning Pod can help. We've been working with their founder, Eric Johnson, for more than a year now, and he's really helped us take the Smart Home Show to the next level. So if you're starting a new podcast or you want to make your existing podcast better, you should get in touch with Eric. Learn more at lightningpod.fm. So what will Apple announce this week at WWDC around HomeKit and Smart Home? I talk about that with Adam Justice of ConnectSense, and Adam catches us up on his HomeKit-powered Smart Home lineup, all in this week's Smart Home Show. Hey everyone, this is Mike Wolf. Welcome to the Smart Home Show. I'm not going to do a lot of talking here up front in the introduction. I just want to get straight to the conversation where I talk to Adam Justice of ConnectSense, makers of HomeKit-compatible smart home products. They have their smart outlet uh, that is HomeKit-compatible, also has Siri capabilities. We talk about that, so we, we hear about what they're up to. But the bulk of the conversation is actually just a little speculation about what will happen this Monday at Apple's big developers conference, WWDC. That's why I want to publish this, get it out there, because we had a fun little conversation about you know what may happen and in less than 48 hours, we'll probably know what will happen. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation. You can find out more about ConnectSense at ConnectSense.com, just the two words, ConnectSense.com. Check them out. If you want more smart home shows, you know where to go. Go to technology.fm, as well as the usual podcast spaces such as iTunes and other podcast apps. That's it for now. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye. Hey, Adam, welcome to the podcast. Adam Justice of ConnectSense. Adam, we we keep missing each other. Like The last time I saw you was South by Southwest 2015. And uh, ever since then, we've been in like same the same spaces, but keep missing each other. I think you're avoiding me. Yeah, no, I mean, we'll uh, we'll uh, hopefully catch up one of these days. Which would be weird because you came on the podcast, like if you're yeah. avoiding me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not actively. So uh, we're gonna talk about Connect Sense and give everyone an idea of what you guys do there. You guys do have your wall outlet. You began shipping the uh, HomeKit and, uh, enabled one last November, and we're gonna talk about that. But first, let's. You, you said uh, you'd come on and, and be nice enough to talk about what we might expect at WWDC, which starts on Monday. Yeah, definitely. Very exciting always uh, to see what you know Apple's been working on. I'm always a little bit slightly annoyed because I have to watch it while also doing other work. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like one of those things like you're, you usually always have something else. And so – but you can't miss it because it's, all, it's an Apple event, right? You have to kind of watch it, right? And it's traditionally a very long one too. Yeah. Yeah. So there's been a lot of rumors about what they may do with regards to some sort of smart home device. You know, they've had, uh, I, I think the information had some stuff about what they may do. And some other folks have talked about, I think CNET talked about their answer to the Echo may have a camera on it, which is kind of the angle I focused in on this last week. But so what do you think? You, if you're a betting man, would you say that Apple is going to launch a new whatever you want to call it, a smart home device, a, a personal digital assistant, whatever you think it's going to happen? Uh, yeah, I mean, first of all, I'll clarify, I have no inside information on this, you know, even more though we're a partner. Um, I, I'd say kind of a coin toss. WWDC is traditionally not a big hardware event. Um, so whether they're working on it or not, and whether or not they talk about it or not, uh, you know, I, I think I go 50-50 on that. Um I do think it's a valuable device, and I'd love to see them um, get into this space. I have two. Uh, I have an Echo and an Echo Dot in my home, filled with uh, smart home devices, 
And uh, I think it's a great device and a great concept. And, uh, you know, I just try to kind of live this, you know, being in this industry, try to live this and use it like uh, any consumer would. And uh, yeah, I have a number of devices that work with both uh, HomeKit and uh, Echo and, you know, testing them both, you know, there's some interesting things to having a always on mic that you can use to command the smart home. So I'd love to see Apple get into this space as well. You're right on WWDC oftentimes not being a big hardware event. And when they do introduce a new product, oftentimes they'll hold a very, you know, like a very special, remember the very special edition of Blossoms, like <laughs> the, the, the shows they'd have, they usually have their own kind of very special editions of their conferences. They'll actually hold oftentimes a special invite only event, I'm trying to recall if they've done in uh, like a launch of an entire new category at WWDC before. I can't recall. They they announced HomeKit there, but I don't know if they do new events, new new hardware there. Yeah, I mean it's kind of a weird paradigm because uh, WWDC used to be new iPhones, um, but then they moved that to the yeah, you know yeah, to yeah. the fall. So um, so yeah, in in recent years, I don't think there's been new hardware there. Uh, it's been you know mainly to focus on software, which HomeKit does fall into. Speaking of HomeKit, so you know to kind of. Make it stated clear. You guys are a HomeKit partner in a sense. You have your HomeKit wall switch. You don't know anything about what they're going to be announcing. So with that disclaimer out of the way, do you think they're going to talk about HomeKit? I think I think they need to at this point. It's been two years. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think so too. And, uh, you know, we certainly – I have a number of relationships with other HomeKit manufacturers. And I think we're all kind of in that same place that we'd really love uh, to hear Apple talk about it some more. Um, so, yeah, I certainly hope so. Um, you know, I think what in the, in general, the consumer electronics space, uh, you know, it just takes a while to get devices out there. So, you know, Apple kind of put the spec out and, you know, people started building stuff and, you know, slowly, but surely there's been more and more devices on the, on the market. And, uh, you know, I think it's getting to a point where, you know, there's starting to be enough that, you know, hopefully they'll put their, their full weight behind it. And, uh, and yeah, and also hopefully we'll see some more improvements in iOS 10, um, to kind of take HomeKit to the next level. I know there was not a lot of people using HomeKit in iOS 8. Um, so I don't know that a lot of people saw it this way, but there was a huge advancements in HomeKit from iOS 8 to iOS 9. It gave us stuff like, um, sort of if this, then that rules. And some other really powerful stuff. Um, but for most people, iOS 9 was kind of the first place where they ever used HomeKit. So they didn't really notice the big jump between those. Um, so I'm hoping we get a similar, you know, set of new features for developers in iOS 10. And will that set of new features possibly include? I mean, I'd be interested in, I don't want to put you in a weird position, so feel free to plead the fifth. Uh, will it possibly include a discrete app, uh, the app that the much mythologized and rumored Apple home app. I, I'm just wondering if they do their own app at some point. You, th you think this is a possibility they would announce? Um, I think it's a possibility. Uh, I've certainly, uh, you know, I, I could go either way on this. Uh, I, them doing an app would certainly be a great endorsement of HomeKit in general. Um, but I also think it's not necessary um, to the extent that, you know, the third party developers are building out app experiences, uh, in a good way. So, um, you know, we're certainly put a lot of effort into our app, um, and our, have some plans as well that we're working on to take it to the next level. So, 
And um, kind of the weird thing is there's all these little unique experiences to each device um, that could make some challenges for them to do their own app. Um, so, you know, just for example, you know, Ecobee, for example, has some of their own stuff. You know, every, I think almost every HomeKit manufacturer has some own, you know, some of their own flavor in each, you know, device app. So there's kind of the HomeKit stuff you can do together, but you're kind of losing a little piece of each manufacturer's specific devices um, that way. So I mean, that could prove some challenges there. I think you're right about, you know, you can do some extra special stuff if you're creating your own app for your hardware. But I also feel like there's there's a lot of value that Apple creates when they create like a dedicated focus on a particular application. I mean, I've pretty heavily invested in the podcast space, for example. We when they came, obviously Apple has a special place in podcasting, so it's not quite a perfect analog because they are kind of the company behind iTunes, but. You know, when they came out with a podcast for the mobile space, that really accelerated adoption. I think of mobile usage around podcasts. I'm not saying that you'd see the like the same exact thing happen in smart home, but I do think Apple coming out with a dedicated like HomeKit app, it being called attention. You know, the attention being called to it, maybe on the main deck, um, could really help. I mean, I think that this is a market that can use all the help it could get with regards to end user end user adoption. Um, and that, you know, that's, that being said with, you know, the person who looks at this very closely and is seeing adoption of like hero products, right? But I think where it needs help is like this, like kind of this idea of like a central smart home with a lot of devices distributed through the home. That's where the smart home really needs help. And Apple, I think it has a special place that can help that market. Right. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're a hardware manufacturer. So anything that helps right. sell more hardware, right. we're, we're all about and I do think you're right too that um, you know people don't necessarily fully understand the like aggregation aspects of HomeKit, um, mainly because a lot of the big manufacturers that are doing HomeKit devices don't support aggregation in their apps. And when you don't have all your devices under one screen, you're losing one of the huge benefits of HomeKit, which is that instead of 20 apps on my phone, one to open my light bulbs, one to do my lock. You now have one app that has all your stuff under it. And especially once you start to get into the kind of triggers and if this, then that type stuff too is where some of that power is really unlocked. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think, you know, I mean, some some guys are doing a good job with like deep link integration. We've talked a little bit about how uh, Ring is doing that, for example. Also, some of the kind of the, uh, I guess, the Switzerland apps, the Unomis of the world, I think, are actually doing a nice job. And that kind of expands beyond just like HomeKit. And I think those are necessary. I mean, obviously, with, with the, the issue with HomeKit, if you have a dedicated HomeKit app, um, that could create issues if there are, are products out there that aren't HomeKit compliant. So I, it's just kind of an interesting space. Hopefully, I think like a year from now, we'll be more settled. Um, I think there's things happening on the kind of the standards front that can help as well. But and HomeKit, but HomeKit is a big part of this 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 story no matter what, even if like it's been, I feel like it's been a little bit disappointing for the the first two years of its, of its life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think in general, um, you know, it's, it's laying the seeds of, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, things to come. And uh, I think a lot of people compare, you know, what Amazon's doing with Alexa to, you know, HomeKit just because, uh, you know, HomeKit gives you Siri access. Um, and, you know, I, I tweeted something the other day that it was like, you know, HomeKit is not, you know, 
yes, HomeKit gives you Siri, but there's so much more to it than just that. So just comparing, you know, voice protocol, um, there's a lot of deeper stuff um, kind of at the foundation of HomeKit that I think is going to matter um, when we kind of go, you know, beyond just can I control this with my voice? And I think that, like you said, iOS 10, um, I think will possibly let the kind of the broader public know, certainly, you know, people in the space, but the broader public know what those things are beyond Siri. Like, and you probably have a little bit of a peek, sneak peek into that, but I think that's, that's what I'm excited about for like iOS 10 is just what, what's next with HomeKit. What are the new capabilities that it kind of unveils? Yeah. And I think, you know, some of it also comes down to, um, you know, hardware manufacturers catching up and, and getting, uh, getting hardware out there too, because, you know, Apple can put together the best, you know, specs and things out there, but then, you know, somebody still has to go out and build the devices to kind of bring this all to light. So, um, you know, that takes time. And I think an interesting exercise is to look at that original HomeKit slide. And there's still a couple, you know, key players that haven't shipped devices. Um, you know, so I think, uh, you know, just in time, you know, more and more people are going to add stuff to the mix and it's going to make it more and more attractive. Is there a reason why you think the hardware, I mean, and obviously you have to be careful, but what do you think there's a reason why some of the big guys haven't shipped? I mean, is it, was it just harder than they expected? <laughs> um, I mean, it just, cause it seems like it has been fairly slow. Yeah. I'll just put this under the general category of hardware's hard. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a t-shirt that says hard? Well, you should have the t-shirt that says yeah. hard. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, we'll give you a pass on that one. You're in a kind of a unique place. We don't want to, uh, we don't want to get you in trouble or anything as a company that ships your own products. Before we get off the subject of Apple and WWDC, uh, and talk a little bit about what you guys are doing at ConnectSense, which kind of ties into it because of your, your, your home, home, your home get powered and Siri powered wall plug. I feel like a can, if Apple does have something with a camera, that would be really interesting. I don't think that Google can get away with like a all-seeing camera in the home, but I think Apple maybe could because they have just a higher level of trust with consumers and they're not seen as like creepy. Um, right. and, and this may be undeservedly so for Apple because I do think Apple – or for Google. I think Google probably does a better job than people expect around privacy. Uh, but uh, I, I feel like Apple could maybe pull it off. Do you, do you think a camera on an Apple device in the home would be interesting? Super interesting. Um, and on the p- privacy side of things, you know, people say that to me sometimes. Well, don't you worry about privacy in Apple? And I'm like, uh, do you remember the whole FBI thing? Uh, you know, they went to bat for privacy. And so uh, that, I think, you know, speaks volumes of, you know, Apple does things to make sure they don't have that data and to protect their users and, you know, don't do evil things with the data they're gathering or don't even they don't even want to have it. So they make it such that um, they don't have access to it. Um, so I think that speaks volumes when it comes to privacy. Uh, in terms of what you could do with a camera, um, I think that's really interesting uh, in terms of being able to identify users in a home and speak their preferences. Um, I have two little kids who love Alexa and think um, it's a great device um, but also can do weird things with it. Um, my favorite, favorite now in hindsight being that, um, my six year old son Lincoln set a timer for Alexa 
for, you know, he just thought it was silly to go, Alexa, set a timer for 1,134 minutes. And so whatever that equated to <laughs> was my Alexa going off at three in the morning and me waking up like, what the heck is that noise? And it was the Alexa timer he had set yeah. and I forgot to deactivate. Yeah. So I think that would be really interesting in terms of um, permissions. So in terms of being able to invoke smart home things and have permissions, if you had visuals um, to that um, kind of permissions as well as um, personalization, kind of the potential is very huge there. I agree. Um, I mean, I, I think that the first implementation of cameras in the home beyond just like, hey, this is a net cam to do something a little more involved. You know, we started to see companies like ArcSoft, Simply Camera release, like facial detection, and then it became facial recognition, which is two different things. But once you have like facial recognition, you can start to do contextually relevant things for for people and then i don't know if a lot of people know this i may have spoken about this on a previous podcast but apple has been slowly acquiring companies around machine vision and ai based around uh just kind of image recognition and image kind of ai and uh, one of them was called perceptio another one was emotient which actually is technology that allows like uh, a device to recognize whether or not a person's happy or sad, which that starts to get a little bit in the creepy side, right? If like Apple's devices are doing things based on whether you're having a good day or bad day, that might be a little bit creepy, yeah. but it's still kind of interesting. Let me give you a playlist to cheer you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, super interesting. I mean, with stuff like that, it's always hard to say, you know, what is Apple going to do with it and when is it going to see the light of day um, or if it ever will. But um yeah, I mean, certainly, you know, tools adding up to do something like that. And uh, being in the smart home space, I'd certainly love if that attention was focused there. Well, let's hear about ConnectSense. You are a co-founder of ConnectSense. And you guys, I think in November, we, we talked a little bit about you, you started shipping your HomeKit-enabled wall plug, so or wall outlet, smart outlet. Talk a little bit about that and how things are going. Yeah, I mean, it's been going really well, um, really well received, um, launched, uh, you know, mainly in online channels, Amazon, our own site. Um, we also sell through Apt, which is a local retailer here in Illinois, but they also have a big web presence. Um, yeah, and feedback from customers has been great. Um, so we're definitely really excited about that, working on some new exciting features for that device as well um, that we hope to get out here in the next couple months. And, uh, and yeah, and also at CES, we showed off a uh, water sensor and temperature humidity sensor that we're working on um, that will be HomeKit enabled. So uh, hard at work on that stuff as well as, uh, you know, a few, a uh, few other devices that we're excited to get out there. So, um, yeah, I mean, we definitely believe in this space and uh, and believe that, you know, Apple has a, a solution that stands above everybody else. So we hope that uh, we'll, that is, you know, accentuated on Monday. Well, the Siri voice control, I think, is the coolest aspect of your smart outlet. So talk – and you talked about that great example – or maybe it's actually, it's actually the Amazon Echo, but I can see a similar example of maybe your son uh, uh, pulling a prank on you and doing something around timers as well as Siri. But talk about the Siri control um, and how uh, – like what went into that and like how how, how people are, are 
using that with regards to your your smart outlet? Yeah, I think one of the great things about um, Siri with HomeKit is that it really gives you the the power to name unique things that you can then call on Siri. And I think, as far as to my knowledge, before HomeKit, there really wasn't a way to customize Siri commands. Um, so it really gives you some really powerful options from like you can name the specific outlet um, and then, you know, you can name rooms, you can name zones and um, kind of, you know, once you learn a little bit about how Siri, um, you know, works within HomeKit, there's some really powerful things you can do to customize it and really adapt it to how you, you want to control your home. Very cool. Well, um, I'm excited to hear more about what you guys have on tap, you know, in the, in the next six months, once, you know, Apple kind of releases what they have, I think that could maybe be very relevant for you guys. So, um, I'm excited to hear more and people could find you guys at connectsense.com. That's right. And, uh, also, you know, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all those places. Awesome. Hey, Adam, thanks a lot for spending time with me, man. Thanks for having me. That's it guys. Hope you enjoyed this. We'll talk to you next week when we find out what really happens and I'll have some opinions. I'm sure on whatever Apple does, because I always do. Now go enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your week. And we'll talk to you soon.